All the episodes are blending together for me. Um, fucking. <laughs> Josh, your life blends together for you. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, d- days and weeks are, like, the same now. I don't know. Hi, welcome to Navi Tales. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. We're a video game lore podcast, and today we are going to be talking about Sly Koopa. 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 Which was an idea that we got from our mutual friend Sam, because we all hung out last Saturday. And was it Saturday or Friday? It was Saturday. We all hung out last Saturday, and we were talking about what our next topic should be. And she chose this one, and I was like, actually, that's fucking awesome. Let's do Sly Cooper. <laughs> so, shout out to Sam, who's not going to listen. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. I'm a maker. Make her listen. But, yeah. Uh, I'm super familiar with this franchise. I just forgot it existed. How about you? Uh, I'm decently familiar with it. Like, I loved these games growing up. When they were originally released for the PS2, I was a huge, huge fan of all these. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, today we are going to be diving into the first Sly Cooper game. Actually, in the past, like with Portal, we've, like, lumped games together. But with Sly Cooper, I felt there was enough to kind of talk about each game individually, which will also give us more episodes when we figure out what to write. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty solid game. I I had a lot of fun with it growing up. I got good memories of, uh. All of them. I was like, and, and to the point where I was playing, like, writing this, and I was like, did they release these for PS4 yet? And they didn't. But you know what I found out they did release for PS4? What? All the Jack and Daxter games. Did they? So, yeah, they just released Jack 2, 3, and Jack X, which was the racing game. <laughs> I'm gonna have to grab And they that. already have Jack and Daxter up. They have a bundle that's 40 bucks. That's not bad at all. No. For all of those games, I, would, I was like... include one? Or just... Yeah. Oh. It's one, two, three, and X. Mm. Yeah, I saw that and I went, ooh. We have to grab that. Daddy likes. <laughs> Daddy likes a lot. But I was like, damn, they don't got a Sly Cooper one yet, so. Hopefully yeah. someday. Yes. Because I know they have it for PS3, but uh, I gotta pull out a PS3 and then plug it in and then actually play it. Do you even have one? I have my dad's. Oh, yeah, I never owned right. a PS3. I owned Xbox 360s. But gotcha. I, for all the PS3 games I wanted to play, my dad had one. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure he's got the Sly Cooper collection, too. Probably. If not, I'm sure you could get it for, like, five bucks. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about the first Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Thievius Raccoonus. Which is a fun word to say. So, Sly Cooper is the descendant of a long line of master thieves. Kind of like Altair from Assassin's Creed. This was proto-Assassins. This is the first Assassin's Creed game. This is furry Assassin's Creed. Do you need Tums? No, I just had to burp. Are you sure you don't need Tums? I have a lot. I noticed. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, it's like furry Assassin's Creed. Oh, when I talk about these characters, um, they're all animals. So Sly Cooper's a raccoon. Hence, Thievius Raccoonus. See what they did there? He's Do a... you see <laughs> what they did there? The jokes are just pouring out of this game company. I literally don't know who made Sly Cooper. I think it was Traveler's Tales. Sounds about right. Sucker Punch. 
Oh yeah, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch Studios. Yeah. Productions. Ugh. Sucker Punch Productions, Josh. I, I feel like they missed a opportunity to have that SPS going on. I guess. They wanted the SPP. Nah, fuck that. SPS we, sounds better. Did we ever get a movie? Like a movie? Uh, it's in production. Is it? Supposedly. Uh, so is the Goon movie, but that movie's been in production for seven years now, so I don't know. But they have a trailer for it. Yeah, I'm staring right at it. And like, it I, looked I, fun. I remember, I remember it getting announced. Yeah, well, I also remember the Ratchet & Clank movie getting announced, and I didn't go see that. No, because it was pretty much the game. Yeah, because I just played the game, and then I got copyright struck on YouTube, and I never picked that shit up again. Dude, the amount of triggered I was when we got copyright stri- struck on a game that we did six hours in. I remember. Oh, dude, I was so fucking mad. Anyway. Sly Cooper is the descendant of a long line of master thieves. At the age of eight, however, Sly's father, Connor, was killed by an owl named Clockwork and the Fiendish Five. On the night that Connor Cooper was killed... Huh. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Connor Cooper was killed... Quietly. <laughs> so, Sly was to inherit the Cooper legacy, a book named... The Thievius Raccoonus. This was also what the Fiendish Five were after. When they find it, they tear it into five parts that are split amongst them and leave Sly helplessly watching from the closet he was hiding. Sly then ends up in an orphanage where he meets his two best friends, Bentley and Murray. I never say it in this, but Bentley is a turtle and Murray is a very fat hippopotamus. Well, you got a fat shame. Why can't he just be a hippo? Because he's you get... pretty fat for a hippo. Have you seen hippos? Yeah, and this one's fat. I like... I, Murray's my favorite character because he's all, like, real sweet and stuff. He's, like, that stereotypical big character who's like, I'm the muscle! But he's, like, real sweet. I'll give you a hug afterwards. <laughs> he's, like, a sweetheart. Uh, so their first heist as a crime gang... Um, is to steal an orphan's cookie jar from Mrs. Puffin uh, and her boating class. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I for, saw um, that and I thought the same thing. I was like, there's no way you didn't know. Um, from Mrs. Puffin, who was keeping all the holiday cookies to herself, that bitch. Yeah, what a cunt. This is like some fucking, fucking Annie shit. You got like orphan children and you're keeping all the goddamn cookies to yourself. Yeah, feed the children, Mrs. Puff. God damn it, Mrs. Puff. Mrs. Did you say Mrs. Muff? <laughs> Mrs. Puff. No. <laughs> That's Ms. going down a dark alley. Mrs. Muffin. I'm sure that there's some Rule 34 out there of SpongeBob where she's called Mrs. Muff. I'm sure. It's the internet. Anything's possible. I don't want to Google it. I wouldn't. I don't need those images in my head. Uh, Bentley was the brain uh, behind the operation, and he's the one that came up with the plan to get back the cookies. Sly would hide in a trash can until uh, Mrs. Puffin left, and according to Bentley, there was only about a five-minute window between when she left and when the janitor uh, would come in. Uh, Right before he was about to be caught, uh, he was pulled through the window by Murray with all the cookies, and thus the Cooper gang was born. 
Yep, it was their first heist, and I read this, and I don't remember it in any of the games, and it sounds goddamn adorable. It really does. It, like, it is the most endearing, heartwarming thing I can think of. Ten years after the Fiendish Five stole the Thievius Raccoonus, Sly Cooper had become a world-renowned thief, and now he wanted the Raccoonus back. Starting in Paris, Sly stole the files on them from Carmelita Fox's office, an Interpol agent who's been chasing them, chasing Sly for years. Where in the world is Carmelita Fox? Dude, she really like looks like a like Carmen San Diego almost, but a fox and not at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carmelita Fox is a cool character. <laughs> just take back everything I just I'm said. I'm sure Carmelita Fox was some furry's awakening. <laughs> I'm fucking positive. Probably. <laughs> Actually, positive Sly Cooper was some furry's awakening too. I don't know what this is, but it gives me cravings. <laughs> I have a weird feeling in my pants. It's my fucking... Have you ever... Have you watched any of, like... The Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge series. Yeah. The fucking episode where they do Merrick's backstory when he, when he's a kid is my favorite fucking episode. I haven't episode. seen that. He picks up, he goes, it's when he like, it's the episode when he, when he leaves the tomb and he goes like on the surface for like a couple of minutes, hours, whatever, how long it is. Yeah. And then he like goes back in, his dark side's actually really born. So he goes up to the surface and he finds a magazine and he goes, he goes, oh, look at all these things. And he goes. Like, what's that one guy doing to that other guy? I don't know what it is, but it gives me cravings. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite fucking episode. I quote it all the time. Gives Just me like cravings. Fucking like they're talking like we have to go. And then like Shoddy appears out of nowhere and he like says some weird thing and Merrick just goes, She's I don't have to pee tinkle anymore. <laughs> So I'll, I'll always say that. I'll just be like, she's not off the pee tickle anymore. <laughs> that fucking episode's the best. I quote it constantly. Speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh, I saw one of those, like, you know, the that how would a dog wear pants meme? Yeah. I saw one of Yugi. How would Yugi wear a Santa hat? And it was a giant Santa <laughs> hat or a Santa hat on each individual spike. <laughs> That's great. It was fucking awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the gang then travel around the world to search for uh, the pieces of the Raccoonus. The first person they defeat is Riley, uh, who is a frog who went from an aristocrat to a pirate. Uh, then Mugshot, who is a dog who took on a gangster lifestyle. Then Ms. Ruby, who is the daughter of a voodoo mystic. Uh, who was rejected as a child. Real quick, I still... So, her boss battle... I loved Miss Ruby because I like voodoo shit. Her boss battle is, like, uh, music-themed. Mm -hmm. It's, like, to a beat. Yeah. I swear to you, I've had the fucking music in my head since the first time I played this boss battle. I, like... It's driven me insane a little bit. <laughs> like... I've lost a little bit of my mind because I have, like, the music for this just in the back of my head at all times. It's fucked up. It's a curse. Yeah, you, dude. It's you, like a, you were cursed because she's a, a voodoo. Yeah, it's a voodoo curse. She's got a doll of you, and it's just next to a fucking iPod constantly. You were just wearing headphones. Yeah. All right, so I'm looking at all these boss battles. I'm playing this fucking game later. Do you own it? Oh, you're just going to buy it? No. 
I'm gonna. That was Jack and Dax we were talking about. No, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <clears> fucking <throat> figure this out. I'm gonna figure out how to play this fucking game again. I'm sure it's not hard. I make everything I do hard, Nick. You know this. I I understand. I am a fucking chore. Josh, I work with you. <laughs> you know you don't just work with me. You spend time with me. You're my friend, and you understand how big of a chore my existence is on both of us. Uh, yes. Can confirm. It stresses me out that I am the way I am. It stresses you out. Yes. <laughs> um. And the uh, final or the fourth person they uh, defeat is the Panda King, uh, a peasant who has a love for fireworks. Panda King's fucking cool. Is he voiced by a Jack Black? I wish. No, I he's like, Panda King's actually badass. No, no. Um, now with four of the pieces of the Thievius Raccoonus, um, he sees a silhouette, uh, Sly sees a silhouette that seems to match the shadowy pictures of Clockwork, uh, but it just seems too coincidental right now that, uh, that it would be him. Because they're all ancient pictures. Like photo, some of them are hand drawn, some of them are photographs. It's really old, but they're all ancient because it's been passed down through the Cooper gang. Uh, the gang get to a volcano in Russia. I can't think of any actual volcanoes in Russia. I mean, I'm sure there's some. Uh, I think Russia is just a volcano. <laughs> like there's just just the entire thing. Is yeah. A... Um. Apparently, there's a fucking lot. Oh, and they're all in Russian. I um Academia Nook. Real quick, I, I spent like an hour today listening to a podcast on Lemuria, which is like a lost continent kind of like Atlantis. Mm. And I think I'm dumber. Why? Because it was just such <clears throat> bullshit. <laughs> but the gang get to a volcano in Russia where they break into the base of clockwork. Um and then they see Carmelita is captured, and the whole thing, it basically just looks like a trap. However, Sly has to save her, because he can just leave her to die. Eventually getting into the chamber by crossing a room full of lasers and pressure plates, Carmelita believes the trap was set by Sly. However, the trap is sprung, and the room begins to fill up with poison. Just in time, though, Bentley is able to save them. What a guy. Yeah, What dude. a pal, what a man. What a fucking turtle. What a guy. Carmelita uh, then apologizes and promises to make it up uh, to Sly for wrongly accusing him. Uh, they also talk about, for the first time, the fact that they are both on the same side against Clockwork. Uh, she then gives Sly her jetpack to use to fight against Clockwork. Uh, at the top of the tower, Sly finally confronts his father's killer. Uh, Clockwork turns out to be a massive mechanical owl who has kept him himself alive for hundreds of years. Fueled by jealousy and hatred. That's badass. <laughs> that's fucking. It's that's like a badass owl right there. It's super fucking metal. Let me tell you. Like even like seeing this giant cyborg owl over a lava pit and knowing he was pissed at you and fueled by like jealousy and hate. Like that's an album cover. That's a power metal album cover. You're not wrong. You could probably name it Clockwork too. God. The way it's spelled, Nick. Yeah. We're starting a power metal band. We're doing it. None of us can play instruments well. Nope. We're still doing it. 
I'm gonna name a song the Thievius Ragunas. Oh my god, we <laughs> have you um you have one of them themed bands, kinda like uh Ailstorm mm. is like pirate metal. Yeah. It's just all they sing about is pirate shit. Mm. Like we need to have one of those called Clockwork, where we just sing about Sly Cooper. I'm in. So uh the fact that the Clockwork's a giant mechanical owl, uh Pretty much confirms that the owl in those photos was actually clockwork. So Sly asks why he did it, uh, why he killed his his poor old daddy. <clears throat> and clockwork's reason was that he wanted to prove that without the Thievius Raccoonus, the Coopers were nothing. However, the Coopers created the book and are not created by it. So thus, Sly is able to defeat clockwork because he is more than the book. He is a master thief. He is a master thief. After his defeat, Carmelita confronts Sly and gives him 10 second head start before chasing after the group. At the last moment, Sly smooches her. He's a little sly. Ew. He grows. Days, she didn't realize that Sly also handcuffed her to a railing so he could get away. <laughs> he is now officially a master thief and goes on to steal more shit. Yeah. Best assassin, 10 10. Best best assassin creed. So yeah, that's that's what I got on the first Sly Cooper game. Yep. Um the the characters in it are really cool. Uh a lot of them are reoccurring. Like I believe by the third game, Panda King is like an ally. Like Which is dope. Which is dope. I know that Mugshot comes up in the fourth game. Like yeah, they're pretty fucking cool. That like these characters didn't really die. How many is there? There's the three that came out on PS2, and then the fourth one that came out on PS3, but it was, like, really late in the PS3 cycle. So, like, there was, like, a five-year gap between, PS, like, the third one and the fourth one, while the other ones were, like, single-year gaps. So. It happens. I mean, it does. Uh, I And Psycho Performer is actually really good. It wasn't, like, uh, some of the other gap games that had that, but Sly Cooper was really fucking good, the fourth one. Um... But yeah, I was a big fan of the series, and uh, the characters are always really great. I am literally gonna go find a way to replay these later. So that should be a. I agree. That should be a treat. <clears throat> but um, speaking of playing games, as we like to end every episode, Ooh. Nick, what you been playing? I've been playing a little. I've been still chugging along with Pokemon. Uh, almost done with that. Uh, playing some Nier Automata. Automata. Still fun. But recently, <clears throat> a certain DLC came out. So I'm going to spend talking about that today. Um, and uh, the Curse of Osiris DLC for Destiny 2 came out the other day. Yes, it and did. And I played the entire campaign. I haven't touched it. I know. <laughs> uh, all I've done is the campaign. I haven't. I played the campaign and then I was like, all right, I gotta go to bed. And then I haven't gone back on it, but I know there's more to do. I'm sure there's... Oh, it's Destiny, I'm sure. There's, uh... I know there's... Because they opened up... Uh... Because you go to Mercury. Um... Can you actually, like, explore Mercury? Yes. I oh, can, fuck yeah. You can walk around on Mercury now. Um... So, like, they opened it up, and, like, the th first thing they did was, like, here's an adventure that will start, the, like, the adventures on Mercury. Um... So I haven't done that yet, and I'm sure there's... there's I'm sure there's new strikes. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just did the campaign. It took me like three and a half hours to beat. Now, it, now, and it was okay. 
It was okay. I expected it to be okay. It was okay because, and I will say that I was much more interested in it than the Red Legion War. Like, I just thought, Osiris. Osiris is cool. The whole whole thing was cool. And he's cool in that. I just, it's just like that Destiny thing of like, they could have done so much more. Destiny almost always falls short of the mark. Yes. (laughs) And it's, so, and like for a game that I, I like as much as I do, and I know you like, like it's real sad that it falls short of the mark as often as it does. My biggest thing that, uh, well, besides the fact that I wish they did more with like, I feel like you were in the same area a lot, not Mercury specifically, but I don't want to like spoil a lot. Um, but my thing was like, I guess it's hard to explain. This one thing that I that kept bothering me in the back of my head is kind of spoilerish. I don't That's know. fine. That's fine. Uh, you're in a you're in a s- simulation. Uh, to my understanding, you're in a simulation. Yeah. Because uh, you're this the vex they make simulations constantly. So yeah. my understanding is you're in a simulation of that. So you'll obviously fight the vex, but you also see uh, the fallen. You see the hive. You see the cabal because they're my to my. I took it as their simulations that they made to help, right? Like combat them. Um, my thing is like, all right, if we're in a simulation, why can't I fight all four at the same time? Like, how cool would it be to fight all four factions at once? Oh, God, that would be fucking cool. But, like, it never happens. Like, oh. the most you get is two, but I feel like that happens in the normal game. What a fucking missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, the entire time I'm thinking, like, this is a huge missed opportunity to have me fight. Like, you'll fight them. Granted, like, the, the you'll fight, like, wave one is... Uh, fallen wave t- okay you beat those you hit the boss wave two is hive wave three is the cabal and then you f- wave four is the vex why don't you give me all of them at once like give me yeah. like give me like all the small give ones. me a wave five <laughs> where like it's all like but like a mix if you can like because the the boss literally summons like these the, the waves why yeah. can't you mix them like why do i have to like just fight the that fallen is- by them I'm like such a missed opportunity. If I'm understanding this right, and we're in a simulation, and these are simulated of the factions, which they make a point to say they're real enough that they can kill you. Why can't I fight all of them at the same time? That's dumb. I th- I thought that was an amazing opportunity that they missed off, like fighting, falling, turn around. There's like thralls running at you. There's a minotaur in the background. Like I thought that would have been dope. But it didn't happen. Oh, that's, so I was I was super disappointed the that entire sounds time. Too bad. Ah, like, oh man, that's a bummer. But I mean, I still had fun overall. It's not like I had a bad time. It was just it was okay. Typical Destiny missed the mark. Yeah. By just a smidge, but they tend to. But we'll see. Yeah. I like the uh, I like the new armor though. Yeah, that looked cool. I've seen that already, but yeah, I'm definitely. So I, I definitely want to get. So there's like. Uh, the, the, what is it called? The Eververse has a new set, and the, the guy on, you're, the guy on, you have a guy on every planet that you yeah. talk to. Yeah, the new a, guy the, on Mercury. There's a, there's one at the lighthouse. Oh, that's cool. Oh, God, the lighthouse is like, oh, your base? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I, I'll finally be able to go to the lighthouse. I know, I'm saying, I, I was like, because like, you go there for like, in, in like, campaign, I was like, so this is the lighthouse. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really gotta... My dad stole my copy of Destiny, and he's been playing it religiously. So I, I have a... I have a... Because my dad doesn't, like, get into games. Mm. Like, he, he gets into his own games. So he stole my copy of Destiny, and I, I don't have the heart to, like, steal it back quite yet. <laughs> I think I'm gonna play it. Like, I have, the, I have the whole weekend off, so I think I'm gonna play some of it this weekend. 
Um, as for me, I really have only been playing one game. <laughs> What's that, Josh? And it's fucking dumb. <laughs> so I've been playing Marvel Future Fight, which is a game for uh, iOS and Android. And it is a free-to-play mobile game that is so goddamn addicting. And so fun. I literally, one of the, you you basically build a team of three super, of three heroes or villains, and you go and do things. Uh, it's very set up. It's set up MMOE, but then it plays very RPG. Um, there's a lot of layers to it, which I really like in these games. But like, uh, one of the things I really like about it is uh, it can autoplay itself. So literally this entire recording, I'm staring at my phone as my team just completed a mission that I have autoplay replay or uh, autoplay repeating to the keep running the same mission over and over so I can get some of the items from this so I can level up my Moon Knight because my Moon Knight's six stars, one mastery, and you can get up to six stars in mastery. So I'm trying to get another mastery star from my Moon Knight, but uh, fucking such a cool game with like such cool heroes like well i've i've just picked it up and the the latest event is like nova anti-man blue marvel american um chavez and someone else like but i'm so like i got nova and anti-man up to six star mastery already and good lord they're fucking good like and it's like the animations are stunning in this game for a mobile game yeah like the animations are just fucking cool so, like, one of them for Nova is he'll, like, fly up in the air, and you can, like, it'll, the camera will follow him as he strikes into groups of enemies, and then he lands, like, fucking, like, fist in the ground lands, like, superhero landing lands. Like, it's so cool. And then, like, Anti-Man will, like, go up in the air and spin with, like, lasers coming out of his hand, spin circles around him. Like, it's just really cool things like that. The animations are great. The costumes are great. My Thor is Thor the Unworthy. Which is fantastic. And, like, it's little things about even that that I like. Like, Thor normally will, like, when you play regular Thor, he'll, like, throw his hammer and then, like, catch it on his way back. But because Thor the Unworthy doesn't use a hammer, he doesn't, he literally doesn't do that move. Like, it's just an animation. Yeah. But he doesn't do it. He runs up and hits them. But, like, it's the same speed. He just runs faster. And, like, there's a move where, like, Thor will raise his hammer in the air and like float up as lightning crashes all around him. But Thor the Unworthy can't fly. So he just raises the hammer in the air. There's no flying animation for that. It's like little things like that. I'm like, that's fucking, you're keeping to that. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like I was looking at the animations because one of the skins for Groot is uh, Thor Groot. Because I guess that was a thing in Secret Wars Thors, which is a fun sentence. (laughs) So like it's Groot, but like, his head has grown like Thor's helmet. He's got like a cape made of leaves and he's got Mjolnir. So like all his moves are, are very similar, but they all somehow involve like hitting them with the hammer. He's got like a move where I'll stick branches out, but like with the Thor Groot scan, he only sticks one branch out and it just extends with Mjolnir in it. So he's punching them with the hammer. It's like cool shit like that. That really has me like hooked on this shit. And the big one for me is, like, Dr. Octopus is in this game, but he's got a skin that is uh, the superior Spider-Man. It's, like, a completely different character. And I'm like, 
I kind of want to pick up that skin for Doc Ock, just to play as the superior Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, if you don't know anything about your Marvel lore, the superior Spider-Man is when Doc Ock had possessed Spider-Man's body and was being Spider-Man. This is Doc Ock as Spider-Man. It was like that way for, like, three years in the comics, I think. Like, the superior Spider-Man stayed around way too long. And it sounds real comic booky, but it was really cool. I liked the Superior Spider-Man. And oh, when Peter Parker came back, like after a certain amount of time, everyone kind of knew that Doc Ock was Spider-Man. Mm. But I remember when Peter Parker came back, he was fighting the Green Goblin. And then uh, Green Goblin was making a joke about Octavius, you know, knowing what's up. And Parker makes a joke about his man bag. And <laughs> Goblin goes, it's you, isn't it? And Peter goes, the one and only. <laughs> like, I was just like, hell yes! That's awesome. Comics are cool! <laughs> like, it's just like a really fun game. It's got me reading Marvel Comics again, which I haven't done in forever. Like, I'm just really happy. <laughs> this game is like hitting my inner, like hitting all the right places for me. And it's a blast to play. Um, I so far haven't spent money on it. God bless. But it's so fucking cool. Uh, so yeah, that's that's literally all I've been playing. And a little bit of Skyrim. But all I've been playing is this game. Hey, ridiculous. It's awesome. <clears throat> I don't know why this mobile game I think is so fun. My thing is, I think you'd hate it. Why? Because it's set up so much like a mobile game. Like you even have recharge times. Like if once I run out of this, yeah, I'm not going to be able to play the game again for a bit. Yeah. Like, it's one of those kinds. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, super mobile gamey. But, like, I dig it because I, I work all day. So, like, I recharge my shit fast. Yeah. And, like, you can unlock a lot of just most of the stuff by completing challenges in the game. Like, that's how I was able to get, like, chests for characters and even that Thor costume. Yeah. Even that Thor costume. So, it's fucking cool. But, yeah, that, that, that's literally all I've been playing. A mobile game. There it is. And if you uh, uh, play Marvel Future Fight, you should add me, the great sweaty P. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's it. So, uh, like we end every show, we want to plug our social media, which is at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales on both Twitter and Instagram. Message us, I'm lonely. <laughs> um, it really is. I really am. And uh, other than that, I think I think that wraps up things we wanted to talk about. Uh, keep an eye out for a upcoming extra sode that we're gonna do. Is it an extra sode? Yeah. Uh, on uh, our just kind of a 2017 in rewind of uh, all the games that came out this year. So just kind of analyzing that and stuff. So keep an eye out for that. That should be fun. Yeah. So uh fun. fun discussion. Yeah, that should be that should be a blast. So uh until then we'll uh see you next time, huh? Yay. Love you. And uh fuck. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law.
Josh is gonna take some tums cause he makes too much noise when we record. I have a new memory. We're just get, what, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Photos is giving me a notification. You have a new memory. Like subconsciously? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. <laughs> this is it. Apples in your head. Hold up, we're gonna find out what this is real quick. <laughs> Memories. From January 17th. The fuck? Of this it's, year? It's, it's probably a fucking meme. Why is it music? I don't know. Hold on, I don't what know if do you can play this. I don't know, like, it started playing a video. Of oh. what? <laughs> it's all memes. It's all... <laughs> what? It's just a video compilation you, of memes. Do you remember the um part in Fallout 4 where there's that guy from the Minutemen who's always asking you to save settlements? Yeah. It's all memes about him. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I must have saved a bunch of them. And then I got a picture of Jesus behind some guy with a, a bassoon. What instrument is that? I don't know. It's a French horn. That's what it is. Yeah. Bassoon is like... And it, it's got like a... It's like a French horn. It's Jesus behind the guy. And Jesus is saying, your mom had an opening like that. And the guy's saying, fuck off, Jesus. And then Jesus responds, got my arm about that far in it, too. Because it looks like his arm's in the horn. Good. That's what I remembered. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> you the best. I would have never looked at any of those photos ever again. Shout out to you, Apple. It was back when I was still doing YouTube and the guy I was doing YouTube with, I probably sent all those uh, fucking Minutemen things to. Probably. Because goddamn did I spam him with memes. All the memes. But Shout out to Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu. Alright, we can talk about that real quick. <laughs> I, I think... I think... Something happened that changed our reality to one where the onion is real. Yes. Like when you look at the last things that happened in the last year, WWE superstar, no, WWE Hall of Famer, Donald Trump is our president. Like him or hate him, WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer. Never forget. Never forget. Ryan Reynolds is going to be voicing Pikachu mm -hmm. in an upcoming Pokemon movie. Mm -hmm. He won Sexiest Man Alive one year. Yep. Does that did. make Pikachu Sexiest Pokemon Alive? It might. It might. And then all the other bullshit that, like, like Juggalos beat the shit out of KKK members. Like, literally, I can't make this shit up. I don't know. It's all fucking real now. And, 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 and it's... Making me lose my mind a little bit. Like, I don't have a lot left. <laughs> I forget a lot of basic things. But, like, I'm losing my cool a little bit with everything. Do the Juggalos are heroes now, Nick? I don't know what... I don't know what's going on, and it's stressing me out. I feel you. And Ryan Reynolds is going to be playing Pikachu. Yep. 
And WWE Hall of Famers are president. Yep. If The Rock runs for the presidency and gets it too, he will literally be the second WWE Hall of Famer. Oh, let's just keep it going. <laughs> Kurt Angle yep. in 2024. 2020, yeah, 2024. I'm waiting for us to get to the point where we vote in The Undertaker. And he runs on the platform of being The Undertaker. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is going to be Pikachu in case you didn't know, and it gives me heartburn. I just think the movie in general gives me heartburn. Just like a talking Pikachu just gives me heartburn. Yeah, didn't he talk in a recent movie too? Yeah, I didn't watch it because I don't know if my sanity could handle that. But I think it was supposed to be like a dream sequence where like he turns to Ash and says something because he's dreaming. But even still, why the fuck would you do that? You ever, we talked about it last episode, too. This is the second episode in a row I bring up Antichrist with uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe by Lar- Lars von Ulrich. And, or La- Lars von Trier. Um, he, all I can think of having a dream sequence where Pikachu talks is a recreation of the scene where the fox is disemboweling itself and turns to the camera and says, Chaos reigns. Now imagine that with Pikachu. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just like, Ash is dreaming, and you see Pikachu turn around and just say, Chaos reigns. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why it's been two episodes in a row I referenced Antichrist. <laughs> uh... It's like a real gory, shitty fucking art film. <laughs> good, good. I love this podcast. <laughs> At least someone does. So, it's like. Uh, Bentley was the uh the brain of behind the operation, and uh he. I guess I missed this line when I was editing. God, dude, I fucked this up. If this was, like, the best of what I had to offer. (laughs) Hey, dude, it was uh, Hemingway who said, write drunk, edit sober. And and so. You forgot the second part. uh, Yeah, I forgot the second part. But my creativity breathed life into this whole piece. And I think that's the most important part. You wrote the entire thing in, in past tense. It sounds weird. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So I had to like, I, when I edited, I put it all in present tense because it sounds better when you say it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Normally, I do it in present tense. That's fucking awesome. I love me. <laughs> Someone asked to. Uh, uh, 10 years after, uh, yeah, 10 years. Take me out of your fucking arms. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that stuck in my head all day. (laughs) That's probably like one of the greatest fucking things. (laughs) And that the actual song came on today at work and all I could think of was take me <laughs> I was trying so hard not to yell at work. Because <laughs> it's not appropriate. Oh my Ugh. good God.
Oh, it should be illegal to have this much fun. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a bad case of the Mondays. I'm going to have to get my chocolate into my wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just do music about fuck you. Give me a sec. That's just rude. <clears throat> Just gotta play his mobile game, guys. Please hold. Dude, feel how hot my phone is. Jesus Christ. That's the Apple. I feel like it's not as hot as my LG used to get, though. No. My LG got freaking hot, which is probably the reason why it doesn't work anymore. Because somebody can regulate heat. Well, let's just not put, like, thermal paste on the processor. Wake me up inside. Save me. Save me. Call my name and save me from myself. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Save me. Call my name and save me. Fucking. What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> holy bubble. <laughs> um, bloop. bloop.